let's talk about kind of like your shyness. Like, so you feel like you've always been kind of a, a shy uh, person? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's always been hard for me to like communicate with people. Like those people who are like, just approach people. I was just like, Mm-mm. yeah. Hesitant. Yeah. Like how to, like, how does you just like anxious? Like, how do you feel? Yeah. Like I feel anxious. I'm like overthinking, like, okay, just say hi, just say hi. Just like open your mouth, bitch. Like, like practicing, like what you're saying in your head before you actually say it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like sweating and I just end up just cowering away and not (laughs) until somebody approaches me, then it's, then I'll open up. But yeah. Yeah. I really, I don't remember you. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to even like remember so far back, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, we used to be like, like really, really good friends and our, our group was super fun. I had a point that I was going with this, but I totally forgot. (laughs) Oh, uh, kind of like, when did it start? Do you think like when you were a kid, do you think, um, oh my God, I I had such a good question too. I freaking forgot it but yeah it'll come back to me I do I do think it started when I was a kid um Mm -hmm. yeah uh, the first time I had any sort of like sexual trauma was when I was seven and I think that's what really kind of kicked it off as far as mental health and shyness um yeah so I think that was yeah that was like the the do you want to talk about that or yeah that's fine trauma Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, it was a boy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember. It's crazy. I don't even remember what he looks like now because it like your mind is protecting you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, There's so many years of my life that I just do not remember whatsoever. Um, Me too. I was talking. I was talking to my boyfriend about that because he has like uh. uh one of the most interesting stories that I have ever heard in my life very much so and he there's that happens to him there's like things you just like you can't remember and that happens to me too I just can't remember at all yeah and like when I I feel like guilty about it because like my family they're like oh don't you remember that and I'm like no nope. there's <laughs> a reason <laughs> Yeah, and I think that I also think that's why I dated a guy like damn near ten years older than me because like oh yeah first thing and I was seven he was I think he was fourteen or fifteen mm-hmm. so when like things happened to me so oh wow he was like a teen so he knew what he was doing yeah and I I try to look back and be like oh well like he uh, but it just. I don't know it just doesn't work trying to sympathize yeah I know I know what you're saying you like want to see the best in in that situation but it's like there's really no there's really I'm he's coughing wait until he's coughing he's coughing. <laughs> and uh, my coworker was like yeah there's this guy like someone in the back are like yelling I'm like yeah my boyfriend's playing video games <laughs> but he makes music, so he knows, like, I, he knows he has to be quiet. You okay? <laughs> but yeah, it, it's hard because you want to look back and, like, kind of learn a lesson and, like, make the best of it, but it's, 
there it's like such a shitty thing that happened that it is truly like a shitty thing and you kind of have to just chalk it up to this is a shit thing and that's yeah, yeah. really it there's nothing I can do about it I don't think that I've ever I'm trying to think I think I've only told like my ex-girlfriend that mm-hmm. story well aside from you now well in the world <laughs> <laughs> hello world here's my trauma <laughs> no it's gonna help a lot of people like as 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 after talk grows I know it's gonna help a lot of people because even like my coworker, she was like I learned I you made me think like you really like made me think hard and now she's like gonna make a decision on something in her life you know like she's gonna decide to be single instead of kind of being with somebody just because they're a good person yeah that's very traumatic for the person who's a good person because it makes them not want to be a good person like you have to really think you know yeah I'm well I'm glad this platform is giving people inspiration. yeah thank you yeah I know I'm excited but we'll see anyways back to what you're saying not to get off track so kind of so you were seven and he was 15 and he obviously did something to you do you can you kind of like talk about that and like so how did your how did you know him like did you know him or was he like a friend of a family or because usually that's kind of what happens yeah I knew him and I remember that I I don't want to say I liked him but I'll just say that he was cute that I don't remember what he looks like but I remember Mm -hmm. thinking that he was cute and I think that he knew that I thought that because I think other girls had thought that. So it's kind of, you know, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember we were in like the back of a church van and like he put like his hand up my like skirt or my dress. Mm-hmm. And I just did not, I remember like trauma laughing, like so uncomfortable. Yeah, and I just- I do that when I'm uncomfortable, I laugh like really awkwardly and yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then that, that kind of changed everything for me and I just kind of started growing into this shell of myself and I think it got worse when like I moved away from you all because like I didn't have that like safety and friendship I was by myself basically. we were like we were really close and I think that for me <laughs> I have a I have a really hard time like with friends now, like any relationship, not just because of that, but for a lot of other things, but definitely I can like pinpoint. I'm like, yeah, this is where it started. This is where this, you know, kind of like what you're talking about. So yeah, that must've been really hard. Do you have like a hard time with friendships now too? Like, do you have any kind of, I don't, I don't have any friends now. Um, I think that you know, after that, and then obviously his dad, like, I, I just felt like I could not trust anyone, Mm -hmm. because I felt like the people who were around me, who I was supposed to trust, because there were sexual things that happened with people who I was even closer to. Oh, wow. Also men, and I, or like, figures of authority, who I was supposed to trust. Your Um, caretakers, yeah. Yeah, and I, making friends that means I have to invest and trust and I just don't I just don't want to risk it yeah wow you are in like 
we don't have like exactly the same experience, but like in the mindset that you're in right now, like you are definitely, I was definitely in that. Like when I was in my last relationship, I was like, I, if I just stay in my bubble, like I'll be safe. And cause like when you get out of my bubble, I get really anxious and nervous. And then like, I hate how I feel, but I like forced myself to get over it. Cause I think what pushed me so much to want to get over it in the first place is um like when I get married I'm like who am I gonna invite to my wedding <laughs> my wedding if I don't have friends like is that gonna be lame I don't want to be like that you know so uh, that kind of made me start thinking like wow I really need to for me I really want to not need to but I want to like invest in these relationships and like reach out to people and you know just kind of take the time and effort to build them but it is scary because like now I feel like I have more of like a, a screening process for my friends. So I don't want to use the word test because I hate that. Like one of our friends used to one of our friends used to put me through friend tests. She called them friend tests and she thought that she was so clever and whatever. But she was really just fucking with me, you know, actually. <laughs> yeah, she was very like and controlling of me like told me what to do told me like everything you know I'm just like and then like if I diverted from her little plan she'd get so mad at me and she wouldn't talk to me and she'd like ice me out and shit and so like that really like fucked with me because I was like I trust you like you're like my sister you know like you're my family and then you're like not talking to me and I don't know why and then I'm like did I do something wrong that's where like a lot of my anxiety in my head I can definitely see that's where like a lot of that came from but now I am trying to be like, well, if someone doesn't tell me they're mad, then I'm just going to assume they're not mad. Like try to just not like think too much into things, you know? So yeah, I'm that way. Like if you, if I feel any energy change, I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? That's a, that's, that's, a, that's specifically, I was, um, that's specifically the thing with trauma. I'm sure you know that like people who have been traumatized, like they will seek out the person who might cause harm in like a group of people so that excuse me so that they know they can it's like control it's like kind of like it's like an anxiety thing like you're like controlling like I think I talk about this in one of my episodes how I'm do you think you're are you a people pleaser yeah I'm the yeah yeah me too get back I'm like me too Oh, it's because of this, because that. Oh, I understand. I can heal, I can heal them. <laughs> yeah. You're like a, yeah, that's interesting. I feel like a lot of women are, are raised to be more of a caretaker, especially like, so do you have, I know you have an older brother, right? Or younger brother? Yeah, he's older. An older brother. Yeah. Do you have any other siblings? Yeah, I have another older brother. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't talk to either one of them. Oh yeah. It's more of like, um, like I'm the eldest. So like I helped take care of my brother a lot. So that's kind of where like the knee jerk thing is like, I'm automatically like, oh, you need something. And so, yeah. So the whole point of this is like, now I'm like doing what I want. I'm really trying to put myself first, but in like a healthy way. And it's very hard. (laughs) Yeah. Saying no is the hardest thing for me. Even when you like, like, I was really proud of myself. Like, I love my friend, 
I, but I really didn't want to hang out, you know? So, but I would have hung out with her because she wanted to hang out with me and not because like I wanted to just to make her happy, you know? So it's like, even at your own expense, you know, do you have, do you do that too? (laughs) If I'm drowning, if I can make you feel better by giving you my life jacket. Yeah. (sighs) You get more like satisfaction in like satisfying others than like satisfying yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah, I can't even think of like I do like self-care videos, but they that's not shit. It's just like for fucking YouTube. Like it doesn't yeah. really <laughs> I don't think I've ever really delved into myself to try to make myself happy. Yeah. And so then there then there it is. That's the thing that like that's the thing that like both of us need to work on, you know, like people like us. It's because we really need to find satisfaction within ourselves. Like when I look at myself and it's hard, like, cause you have to like fake it kind of, but you have to be able, like my therapist says, well, you don't have to believe that hundred percent, right. You can believe it even like 1%, but if you practice, then eventually you'll like actually believe it's like, um, fake it till you make it. Yeah. you know like so stay there like tell yourself oh I'm beautiful oh it doesn't matter or, like just doing things that make you uncomfortable and then getting comfortable with them mm-hmm. so but yeah it's hard to find find it within but as long as you practice you'll get it and everything will be okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's like I'm gonna need therapy after this is therapy pretty much <laughs> hi welcome I'm the psychologist now <laughs> no, just kidding. Like. it feels like a therapy session <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it, yeah, we'll talk about, cause we can talk about like, um, we kind of talked about dating and stuff, but your, your stuff is a little, a lot more serious. And, and so kind of just to circle back. Um, so after that, like very traumatic thing, like, did you tell anybody what happened to you when you were younger? Mm-mm. No, you never said um, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my, my parents, they were going through their own stressful thing. And, you know, I, in that situation, I know that they wouldn't believe me, but like, I don't want to, I didn't want to add to their stress. And then, you know, it happened again a few oh, years later, but with, with the it, same person, with a relative. Oh, oh. and I'm so sorry. <laughs> in that, again, they were around like the same, they were young as well. But in that situation, I felt like they would not believe me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say anything. Yeah, that's yeah. really, really tough. <laughs> really tough. Do you, so you don't talk to your mom often, or you, or no? You said you have a good relationship. Are you trying to build one now? Yeah, we're we're trying. We it's like every like year or every couple years we go through like a down thing, and then we go back up. Right now we're kind of down because like when I moved to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. like you know, her and my dad, they had split up and they were together for like over 20 years and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was, wow. yeah, she was dating and doing her own thing, which I'm all here for, but you know, my relationship with the girl the first time was like really toxic. And I'm like, I just need to get you on the phone for 10 minutes. Like, and I could never, I would call, she wouldn't answer, text, she um. wouldn't answer. And it was just like, like when you like really needed her she just wasn't there for you yeah and I tried very hard to not be like because I don't I'm not one of those who ask my parents for things yeah Uh, yeah not that I can't I just I don't know I don't like asking people for things because I don't want to feel like they're gonna I feel 
I feel really awkward. I'm like, can I have $5? I'm like, uh, I don't even like, like asking my boyfriend for money. I'm like, I'm like, I don't have any money. He's like, I'll give you money. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> I'll be poor. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so it's, yeah. So I'm trying to like, to just be grateful and accept the help, you know, it's like, accept. it's hard to accept help. <laughs> kind of thing too but anyways but yeah that's good I'm glad that you're like building your relationships and stuff and it and it and it is hard I feel like a lot of the time to people are like I want to have a relationship with you but I only want to have it when you're happy like they don't want to be there for you like when you really really need them that's kind of what I was getting from what you were saying yeah that's kind of if I'm being very honest it's kind of where I am at with my partner right now mm-hmm it's like, you know, she's, she's, and I've told her this, um, and we're kind of on a break right now, but I told her like, you know, when I'm venting about work or about Elijah or something like that, she's fine. But like, when I have a problem internally or like with, between her and I, like in our relationship, she doesn't want to hear it. Wow. Yeah. She will tell me she doesn't want to hear it. And I'm Uh, so yeah I got fed up with it and I'm like I I cannot rightfully so yeah and I'm like you either I don't know what the fuck your problem is mm-hmm. but you need to help before <laughs> yeah you, yeah before we do anything else so. yeah and it's like I'm it's supposed to be a, a safe space for you to be yourself and when you and it's already probably hard enough for you to just like bring it up and talk about it in general and then because you feel like the person might judge you or or like you just have anxiety about it and so when when someone's not being receptive it's yeah that could be like very difficult and then it kind of make you like not want to even talk about it at all you know or make you feel like you're crazy yeah it got I knew that I needed a break from her when it got to the point where I had to ask her can I talk about X, Y, and Z? Mm. Are you sure I can talk about X, Y, and Z without you mm. getting upset? Like yeah. I have to do like a pre-screening and wow. I couldn't even, yeah, I can't even be my full self. I can't even like, not mm-hmm. saying that arguing is healthy, but I can't even argue with you because like, you don't want to hear anything I have to say. And even when you're wrong, like in that just really, yeah like they have a hard time admitting when they're in the wrong they have to always be right yeah or they'll be like okay sorry like and I'm like no 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 like no we got to talk about it like you I don't want to hear like why are you sorry yeah how are we not going to do this again yeah not just let's let it go and like pretend we're happy yeah and I'm like I'm not faking being happy is just so exhausting (laughs) It literally makes you tired, you're like physically tired because <laughs> you're not, you're sad and like upset and it's not because you're like, you sounds like you have a lot of reasons to be like justifying your feelings too, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. will tell them, you know, if I'm overreacting, you know, because I'm not going to sit here like I'm perfect. If I'm overreacting, then tell me, you yeah. know, but it's, there were situations where it's like, if I was doing it to you, you would be angry. But since you're doing it to me, I just <laughs> shut up. It's okay. Yeah, and it's fine, and it's not that big of a deal. And 
<sighs> it's called uh what's the thing it's like um rules for thee but not for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everyone follow lol's house of all the rules but i can do whatever i want yeah yeah kind of sounds narcissistic to me it's showing some tendencies but it's only that or selfish i guess yeah it's only that aspect in other ways like she's great but then it's like that one thing Mm -hmm. it's so important to me because i never had that that safety in having an emotional outlet so you're supposed to be that 100 be that yeah yeah that sucks i'm sorry going through that because but it sounds like, I mean, I don't really feel like you're somebody, I've never heard you like yell or anything. Even growing up, I don't think you ever like yelled at people. And so you're very calm. So I'm imagining the way you would communicate with your partner. And I feel like you would sit them down and like talk to them very calmly. And like, and then if they're like not being receptive at all, or it's, it's like invalidating your feelings, it's like gaslighting you almost, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, there, there are moments where I'm like, okay, you're getting loud. And I know when somebody feels like they're being attacked or being yelled at, they shut yeah. down. So I'm like, okay. And I'll tell them out loud, let me calm down. Let me calm down. <laughs> okay. Boom, boom, boom. This is what uh-huh. I'm upset. And then they still are just like, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> like screaming inside. <sighs> yeah. And it's kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, like how you've been in a relationship for so long that there's a certain point where you probably are like, boom, this is when I stopped caring so much. And then it like just, it just like kind of goes downhill and then you are where you are. You know, you're like, okay, well, this is not going to work out or it is going to work out. You know, So relationships do take a lot of effort. I think that if the person really cares about you, they'll make they'll like really reflect and, and, and they'll, they'll show you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll see you. So what is, what are like some lessons you've learned in your life? Like what's some advice you would give to like little you? Little me. Give her a hug. First thing first. Yeah. I probably <laughs> would and be like, I don't know. I would tell myself to be more outgoing and mm-hmm. I would very much encourage myself that, you know what, even if people hurt you, it's okay to go into the relationships with any relationships with an open mind, mm-hmm. because as long as you, ha- as long as you have positive intentions, mm. it'll all loop back around for you. Facts. Facts. Yeah. You seem like you're like really good at communicating too. I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying. To- and you're very like, calm you know yeah um, I think that's really good a lot of people are not calm yeah uh, you know I have I have my moments I'm not going to lie well yeah yeah but like you know some people are like <laughs> you can kind of they're like oh. I guess how am I saying this like just like the way you talk like you're calm and I feel like you like think about what you're saying when you say it is what I'm saying does that make sense yeah yeah I felt like I had to grow to be that way like when I was in the relationship with a girl the first time it was you know it was my first girlfriend mm-hmm. and I to a whole different state with just me and my yeah. yeah I didn't have any friends any family was that the first girl you like hooked up with yeah oh wow yeah 
I'd never kissed a girl before that or anything. Mm-hmm. And before the guy, I'd never kissed a guy. So he was my first everything. Oh, you might be like, you might be like me. I've only kissed three people in my life. And Lamar's the third one. Have I had a lot of partners? No. Um, I've only, me, like, you know, I've had, mm-hmm. I've had people like go down on me, just two people, mm-hmm. um, but two other people. But as far as me engaging with sex with them back, it's only been three people, the guy, first girlfriend, and then the one right now. We'll make a club. It'll be called the people of three. Yeah. <laughs> does that, does that, does that bother you not having a lot of partners? Cause like, honestly, I'm like fine. Like people are like that. People think I'm weird. I'm like, I don't know. I just don't think it's a big deal. Like I'm just like, yeah, and not like always thinking about sex all the time like I think it used to bother me because people would be like that's it oh you're such a prude and I'm like no I just don't want to spread myself so thin and have like emotional ties to like yeah. 10 different mother- people yeah, yeah. I, and it takes a lot for me to sleep with someone probably well given like your history too that makes sense you know I haven't had a lot of um sexual trauma but I have a lot of like issues with relationships and stuff and so for me I think now it's like to get me going I I need you to like be in my mind you know I need like yeah I need you I'm like wow you're so smart like that gets me going more than more than like the physical aspect of it I guess too you can you can look cute you can be nice mm-hmm. body, but like if if we're not here, and you know, with with the guy, he was like a fucking idiot. And he was my first, and I was afraid to leave. Yeah. But the girls, at least they were like, girls, the other two, they were just okay. I could, we can have a conversation, and it's like, oh my god, back and forth conversation. Mm-hmm. And you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, take me away. <laughs> take Intelligence, I feel like, is kind of on the rare side now. Yeah. 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 I think I so. People just talk and they don't really even, there's no substance behind it. They're just talking just to be talking. But somebody who's passionate about something or mm-hmm. has their, even if we don't agree on the subject, that they can actually back up what they're saying and yeah. tell me your trauma, tell me your history. I want to know. Like, yeah, that, that gets me going. Yeah. Not, not trauma gets me going. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. Like the, the communication, knowing that you can like talk to somebody and feel comfortable with them and talking about certain things with them and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah. I mean, that's my, yeah, that's my, my favorite thing. Just like having the best friend aspect of it. I think too, that's kind of like, you know, your friends often know more about you than like anybody. And sometimes even in the relationship, you know, a little bit more it's like it feels like a little bit easier maybe to sometimes open up to a friend rather than like your partner or on certain topics too you know then once you do that then you can you feel comfortable and you can like talk to your partner about it too you know yeah so yeah that's nice so any other lessons you've learned what about what's it like what about being like a young mom so like do you 
like give me your your vibe and your experience on that oh man being a young mom is hard you mm-hmm. know? especially because you know he's going through his own journey um in in terms of his like cognitive health and things like that so you know I'm trying to do everything I can to make sure that he's successful in his adult life and even now Um, but overall with being a young mom I I think if I were to jump back a few years I would tell myself to make friends yeah having that like community yeah you really do need that. Like, even if it's just one person and you know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, like, I just wanna talk to my friend for 20 minutes, like just to have that. You should talk to Courtney, you should reach out to her. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it after and I was like. You guys like, <laughs> huh? I was like, does she remember me? I was gonna. Yeah, I told her, I was like, I was thinking about having, uh, well, is do you just go by Mel now? And so yeah. she, okay. I was thinking about talking to Mel and she was like, yeah, she should have her own podcast. And so, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm like, I know what you mean. It, it can be a little anxious, like reaching out, but I mean, it's kind of like what I did. I was just like, Hey, how's it going? I mean, like, if you want to talk, you talk or you don't, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, it's been like 15, not 15 years, it's been like <laughs> 10 years. And so I was like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out to her. I mean, she has three kids. She's very smart and she's, she's got her shit together, you know, not saying that you don't, but I'm just telling you about her. But yeah. And I did an episode with her. I don't know if you watched or listened to that one. Oh, you watched all of them. Thank you. (laughs) You like it so far? Yeah, I do. To be honest. Thank um, you. I feel like with a lot of podcasts now, they are them. They're just very, I'm going to tell you just enough. And you're like, fuck that. I'm going to tell you what the fuck I want to tell you. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, and that's like kind of also why I think when the podcast gets bigger, when that happens, I really don't want to be like, I don't know if you've ever watched call her daddy. It sounds familiar. It's like um her name is alexandra cooper she used to just talk about like sex and stuff like that but now all she does is like interview celebrities and it's very much so like her talking about i'm it's it's hard because i don't want to you want your toxic oh yeah this is headphones on but anyways <laughs> um it's very much like like she talks about mental health with the celebrities, which is, which is a good thing, right? You're rich. Okay. Like, I think that's a thing for me. It's like the, the classism and like the money and like the different classes. It's like, no dude, like this shit is hard. Like it's hard. Like you have to, you go into so much debt. What? So you maybe can get a degree and be successful, but no, like these people, like, yeah, I know they have like struggles and stuff, but I feel like recording it along the way and like, just like being honest and keeping it real and just be like, yeah, guys, like I got a, I got a tattoo with my boyfriend. Could this fuck me over in 10 years? Probably. I don't know, but hopefully won't, (laughs) you know, (laughs) hopefully not. I don't, I don't, I'm having good vibes right now. But you know what I mean? It's just like, just like a normal person, I guess, experience. Yeah. When I, and this is going to sound 
this is gonna sound messed up, but like <laughs> with celebrities, it's really hard for me to connect with yeah. them. Cause it, like you said, you have money, you have all these resources. Like I get it. Me and a famous person can both be young moms, but like you have nannies and somebody who could cook and clean after you. And yeah, it's very much like detached. It, and they do the, and then it makes me like cringe when they like try to relate to me. It's just like, just don't. you're, I feel like you're trying too hard and you're just trying to do what people want you to do rather than like being like actually like. Yeah, I have, like, when I, if I ever have a lot, I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of money. Like, I just, like, just fucking just say how it is. You know what I mean? You know, I just don't like, I don't like that shit. Just, like, be honest. Yeah, and I feel like now, I feel like nowadays, mental health is pretty much, a like, a nice hot topic for people to talk about. Mm-hmm. Even if they cannot truly relate. But as long as they can talk about it and they they can get that sector of people in to try to make them all like mushy, yeah. oh, they can relate to me. Oh, they're talking about depression. Like it's it just doesn't. Yeah, but like, have you literally ever like I haven't been homeless, but like I know people. Like, have you ever been homeless? Has your mom lost her memory and forgotten who she was? Have you like you and your experiences like you've been traumatized since you were seven? all because of one person, you know, like, it's like, no, not really. And I feel like those, and it's sad to say, but those are more common situations that people make aware. And like, you're saying, like, people are like, yeah, I was depressed once, but no, like during your depression, like what happened? Like, why were you depressed? Like, was your mom going crazy? Like, you know what I mean? So that's, that's why I really want to make sure that I'm always like being grounded and like talking to people like you and talking to my friends and like, cause everyone has a different story and a lot of people have different struggles and it's just like it's I just it's easier to connect with all in all you know yeah I think so I'm glad you like it (laughs) I do and with the celebrities it's like when I'm depressed I can't just hop on a jet and go to Cabo like Mm -hmm. I can't can't just leave Elijah with the nanny and be like okay yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and then he also has like a lot more because having a kid is excuse me it's a lot and then adding um things that you need to to implement in his life so he can be more successful as well is is it's it's more it's it's a lot more than like the average person probably like I guess maybe comparing it I don't know would you think maybe it's like having two kids kind of like kind of like the stress and like the struggle is like maybe because it's like okay appointments here school here and then now I'm, I'm trying to get him to build his like social awareness because he's so nice you see he just ran over to the camera he has no idea who you are and yeah he's so nice and I'm like I need you to learn stranger danger like and I yeah I need him to learn like good touch and bad touch like so he doesn't go through those things that I went through and right like, I hit him yeah, that's why I really like I'm trying so hard to like work on myself and be like because I in my mind I like envision myself as a like successful businesswoman who's like strong and who can like go into a room and, and communicate effectively the first time rather than having to like backtrack and explain myself all the time or like you know just like I really am trying so hard to work towards this person and I want to be like the last ending like when I have children I want them to I want, I want it to stop the trauma to stop, you know, like I'm the, I'm the wall. 
my kids will be like not perfect but just good members of society (laughs) you know break the cycle of trauma yeah exactly yeah I think there's nothing wrong with that too I think that's awesome that's kind of what Courtney and I were talking about too but let's see yeah you should definitely reach out to her because you guys have a lot a lot in common and she's so nice. She, I just I just call her like I just like hey how you doing? What's up? You know. But I like I like doing the podcast because it helps me like get to know people like my friends and stuff. And it's hard it's hard for I I'm somebody who just is like no I say no a lot right away. But I I really need to like the movie Yes Man or Yes Man with uh, Jim Jim Carrey. Like I need to be like that. <laughs> sure, let's do this. Sure, let's do that. You know. I'm like no, and then I'm like oh okay no okay you know, <laughs> but yeah. So, so would you, so it's interesting to me because like you planned Elijah. So you are like, yes, I'm going to be a mom. And I, and I think that's really interesting. So did he, did the guy you were with his, uh, uh, did he like kind of encourage you to have a baby or were you like, if, like why did you decide why did you decide to have a baby I guess that's right. the question he he really wanted one we were engaged at the time mm-hmm. um so I think that also aided into it so I was like okay get like he's better it was one of those like you were talking about those like oh, so we, so we, so every so we, three months oh he's gosh, really great um, yeah yeah and then you know he was like I want a baby I want a son I want a family like mm-hmm. we're engaged now, like I'm different. And I was like, yeah, I believe you. And I was like 19 or 20 or something. And then, yeah, we, we, we did do. Yeah. <laughs> I had a son literally. So mm-hmm. it, like we literally spoke that into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he, he was very, very much planned. So it's weird looking back that I'm like, I'm like 20, 19, 20, planning a child. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm when so you're so young. Yeah. When you're a child. Yeah. So would recommend or would not recommend? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I was telling my partner yesterday, I was like, you know, if I could go back I, and I could still have Elijah, even exactly how he is but if I could have him when I'm like 25 or 30 mm-hmm. okay because yeah. at least I'll be established like as soon after he was born I went back to school like two weeks later like I did not wow have, I didn't have any downtime I didn't have anything I went back to work in the school <clears throat> yeah um yeah I would I would wait I would tell I will tell Elijah just just wait please <laughs> enjoy your life yeah enjoy it like, I, I'm not saying kids are a hindrance but it is hard when you have to like go get a babysitter and then and financially them. too yeah get a babysitter if they're sick now you have to stay home from work and then of course that takes away from your mm. so and I'm not married yet so it's not like I have two incomes and things like that so yeah yeah, I would, I would very much encourage him to wait, um, wait, be smart, pick a, pick a great partner, pick a great partner to have a child with. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot, I think what happens a lot is 
we're so young, right? And we watch, I watched so many movies, so many rom-coms, <laughs> like too much. I think a lot of young girls kind of fantasize and pick a guy who just like is obviously not good. And then they, tr- they and then just end up being in the relationship for a long time or just get pregnant or something. And it's like, it, it, it's hard. It's kind of, you, There's more out there. <laughs> And it's hard to be in a relationship, especially when it's your first one, because you like kind of, I know for me, like I really wanted to have like the fantasy of being with like somebody I met in high school, like kind of like a high school sweetheart. Yeah. Like yeah. that's something that I first be my last. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just not the case. Yeah. It's good to have experiences. Definitely. So would you we kind of have like a similar story, I think, like where we took care of somebody for a really long time. And then now I really feel like you're going to go through this transition where you're going to open up and kind of just push yourself and maybe like find those friends and have those relationships and stuff. Cause like, that's kind of what I, you're kind of like where I was like a couple months ago. I know I said that earlier, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. What do you think? I, I think so. Like we, I still want to move to Texas and I'm really excited for that because I'm like, okay, it, <laughs> Texas, depending on the area, you yeah, near the city. Yeah, they have their own things, but um, you know, it's gonna be you know more sun. It's always snowy here. So oh yeah, snowy or gloomy, so that takes away from the mood. Mm-hmm. So I'll have like a better positive mood, and I'll be a part of different communities. So I'm really, I'm really excited, and I do, like I said, I I'm in HR right now. I can't wait to. I'm looking for jobs where I can sway back into that counseling mm-hmm. case management type of thing. Um, so because that was the first time I actually really, even though it was hard, I actually enjoyed what I was doing. Oh, yeah, corporate. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not as like flexible too. Yeah. You can't really be yourself, and I am. I and I think that's so dumb, but I I I think they do it because like if everyone acts the same way, like it, it reduces conflict. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everyone's different, and a lot of people like I'm not going to get along with everybody, and I know that. So like it'd be hard to work with somebody like who didn't like you because they actually didn't they didn't like your personality or something. Okay, That'd be really hard. I'm so, I think that's the way they do that. But yeah, uh, but being a parent. I don't want to be a parent for a long time because <laughs> yeah. I've been taking care of people for so long. So, but I think that that'll be really good. And it's not, it's not too expensive down there too. You could probably buy a house. Yeah. I, I really want to buy, I, I really want to buy a nice townhome or something. I was looking at houses. Yeah. Like, Condos. Yeah. I was like, man, like the upkeep of a house. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. ready for that, but I want to baby steps to yeah that. buy a condo and then um pay it off and then you can buy something else and rent it out yeah yeah, yeah. Do, that. do that that'd be really really good that's what I want to do but it's so expensive oh, it's 300 man. yeah it's 300,000 for a condo it's the price of a regular house oh, yeah we'll make you spend a million dollars on a shack like <laughs> yeah I know it's just crazy okie dokie let's see I think we're almost done 
So let's see, what did you, so you, have you ever been like clinically diagnosed with anything? Yeah. So after my breakup with the girl, the first, mm-hmm. the first girl, you know, it was so, it was so isolating and so, such a traumatic experience for the both of us. I'm not just going to include myself because I'm yeah. like now. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> clap to you. I'm clapping. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me <laughs> but um they did diagnose me with bipolar depression but like I don't oh. think that I had that I don't I think I was just so so emotional during that time because once I was over it then I didn't I didn't act that way anymore like I wasn't I'm not that way anymore so yeah. I don't think that I am bipolar I don't I was just like depressed and angry and sad yeah and all these things and yeah <laughs> they just diagnose women as bipolar I don't understand yeah, I think so because <laughs> so. <laughs> like that's what they said to me I had I was like bipolar and schizophrenic I'm like I'm not schizophrenic what are you talking about <laughs> like no diagnosis schizophrenia hmm? I said schizophrenia is a very a very strong diagnosis yeah and uh, yeah so that yeah so that like had me like shook because the test told me but I was talking to my therapist about it and maybe this will also help you as well and people listening is like if you you have to take the history into account you can't just go take a test and be like this is what you are because it because like you said it doesn't make sense you know but it's like your history like yeah it makes sense you have all of these conflicting things and like anxieties and stuff because of what you've been through you know so I know for me like my therapist was like no you're not bipolar but like what you've been through yeah it, your test scores would say that you are bipolar or whatever oh, you know yeah. or you're on mute you're so weak. Come on. <laughs> there you go oh okay sorry <laughs> I see but um sometimes I accidentally hit it but <laughs> but yeah so taking everything into account it, it, it does make sense, like, why my test scores would say that I'm bipolar, you know, but I have just have ADD, so maybe you just have ADD, I don't know, I think everybody does now, so. maybe. it's hard for me to sit still, I can't even meditate, like, I don't, I do not understand how people meditate, and my mind is just, like, I, I watch people, like, meditate, and they have a timer going, and my mind would just be focused on, is the timer about to go off, yeah, me too. Left or do I have five minutes? Like, yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like um, well, I'm on medication now, but I had uh like avoid anxiety in my head, so I'd constantly think about things that happened in my past. And I have a song in my head, and then I have like my voice, so it's like very hard to distinguish between um, between all three of those. Like, which one do I listen to? You know, mm-hmm. so, but, yeah, so did they so you went there you took a test right did they um no problem man good <laughs> we've been going for a while so i totally understand so don't even worry about it um so you get diagnosed like you're bipolar like you're just going through a hard time so do they offer you medication do you take medication they they gave it to me um and so what happened was I broke, we broke up. I moved back to Washington for a few months, got diagnosed here. Mm-hmm. They gave me medication and then I moved back here. 
like four months later. And yeah, I, I took it. You didn't medicine. like it? Yeah, and I, I stopped taking it. I didn't feel, I feel like it made me more sad. Huh. So yeah, so that just kind of proves that it, you, you know, if the meds ain't working, it, you probably don't have that. But I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know what I'm doing. Like, oh well, you know, if you, you, it's normal to feel sad for a couple months. I'm like, aren't I trying to get over that? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, bipolar is such like a everyone everyone is you know everyone gets sad everyone does that but it's like what happened to make you that way it's not it's like something happened to you so it makes sense why you would be sad you know yeah. it's not like because you're sad for no reason that's you know yeah any last lessons anything else you want to talk about let's see i don't really edit unless you're like i kind of like the um like the rawness you know yeah Yeah. i'd be like oh she's fixing the mic but i try not to make it like so often it's like annoying (laughs) i prefer it i prefer i feel like most people do prefer it rather than Mm -hmm. everything being just immaculate and well said all the time and perfection is unattainable so yeah i agree and I like, I like more like the influencers who, like you said, it's like they give you just enough. It, and then that's when I feel like you're using it to gain something. Like you're using it to gain followers and stuff. I mean, like I'm not exploiting myself. I'm doing this voluntarily and I'm offering this information voluntarily, but I'm very much so a person like if I say something to you, I'll probably, and, or like if I say something behind your back, I'll say it to your face. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you said this to me. I'm like, yeah, I did or you said this about me. Yeah. <laughs> so I've just always kind of been like that. I think just very, very much an open person. Yeah. And you're, you know, yeah. you're not, you're not malicious or anything. No. So. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think, I guess there to my younger self, I would just say that, you know, I, I do deserve to feel safe yeah and if I don't feel safe the signs are there early on even if they're small no don't stay to the point where you feel like you feel like you've been robbed of a chunk of your life yeah it's like listening to yourself that's very hard it's a hard thing to do I think a lot of people like struggle with that you know, because we're not, we're not like, we're not like taught how to deal with like our feelings. And like, when you feel this is like what happy feels like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very hard for me to like distinguish feel. Well, it used to be distinguish like feelings like, oh, I'm happy. I'm like, I was just kind of like, like meh mm-hmm. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Our special guest, our reunion. Yeah. Am I? Oh, I have. I do have a question. Do you, how am I like the same or different from when I was like five? <laughs> like, how do you remember me when I was little? That'll be interesting. We'll give him some tea, some inside scoops. Way curlier hair, like oh I yeah, being big and just <laughs> like 
Shirley Temple, <laughs> um, and like I remember Dougie, I remember your mom and your dad, mm-hmm. and like how we would go. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, so I'll, I'll just we can cut it out. I remember like one time we went into the fridge and like took like it's like a little wine cooler or something. <laughs> That's what Courtney. The mic's hard. That's what Courtney was saying uh, that we would like, jer- like we would take like a like we were like being bad or like a little shot or whatever. <laughs> and I remember all of us like even if I didn't really know them, like mm-hmm. I didn't really know Dylan like that, but he he was always with us. And then we would go to where were we? Where were we? What elementary school? Sahali? No, was that? Oh uh, well, what, just say elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. We would yeah. go there and like be riding bikes or like running and like the bas- There's like a basketball thing, mm-hmm. like covered and stuff, and like, yeah. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we had pretty good like friend group and stuff. I think so. We had. That's what I am. That's kind of what I'm trying to build right now. Like a solid friend group like with people who are gonna like stick with me and stick with me when I do get upset and when I am sad or like if I am being like I try not to be so reactive anymore because I know when I was younger I was very just like yell I had no like layers I went from one to 100 so I'm trying very hard to like you know put those steps in and okay don't assume assume what people are feeling like ask them you know so but that's kind of what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to find those people who are like going to stick with me and like my ride or dies, you know? So I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I don't want half-ass friends, you know? That's like, what's the point? I'll have no friends. <laughs> so it's a waste of energy. Exactly. So for sure. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I'm sure I'll have you back on again. And we got about an hour and 45 minutes of content. So maybe this might be three, three videos. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, and 